0: Welcome back to another insightful episode of Me and My Health Up. I'm your host, Anthony Harcher. I'm a clinical nutritionist and lifestyle medicine specialist. And today's topic is going to be, and I'm talking about, overcoming the back-to-work blues. Yes, how to overcome going back to work and feeling all blue. That's what we're going to be discussing today. And I certainly can relate to this because I've been on holidays myself. And... I was thinking I saw my wife getting a bit sort of don't really want to go back and it's so good on holidays and I was thinking okay this might make a good episode as to how can you overcome the going to back to work blues. So that's the topic and that's what we're going to be chatting about. So let me start with the thing about the whole perception around going back to work. So when we Think about, okay, holidays, fun, fun, having, really enjoying, and then going to something that you're thinking is not so enjoyable. It's a perception, okay? And as I've described on previous episodes, that there's only three things that we can control in our life, and that's our perceptions, our decisions, and our actions, So we can change the way we perceive things. So if you're perceiving going back to work as all bad and holidays are all good, we can shift that perception. So it's all great. And it's not like you're just enjoying the holidays and the rest of the year you're not going to enjoy. You can enjoy life and love life for what it is as opposed to having a fantasy of what it should be and the the actuality never living up to that fantasy that you have of around how life should be. Should it be one big holiday? Well, let me discuss this topic for you. And so in terms of changing and shifting that perception, so when you think about going back to work, you're thinking about all the bad things about going back to work okay so you know it's going back and having to do the routine in the morning that you might not like and get the kids ready for school and making the lunches and uh, they're going you know traveling and commuting into work uh, doing a day's work getting home running the kids to after school things there's aspects of that that you won't probably won't like and so that perception of you going back you're focusing on all the negative or the things that you don't like, or you're not looking forward to aspects of going back to work. And with holidays, it's got good and bad experiences that go with it. And we choose to focus on the good aspects of being on holidays and forget about the bad. For example, when you're traveling, there's the aspect of being delayed at the airport or the long queues getting through security or missing your flight or the flight being cancelled there's there's the weather that you can't control on holidays so there's all these things that are not so great about holidays as well and the the work i did during last year uh which was with dr di martini he shared this real insight as to if we brace both sides of life and integrate it, then we can be grateful for life as it is, as opposed to just having a fantasy that life should just be one-sided and that in actual fact, everything has two sides. And so holidays has two sides. We choose to focus on the good side and ignore the, the bad side or the not-so-good side. And then when it comes to work, we ignore the good side of work and choose to focus on the bad side and hence why you have these going back to work blues is because of the perception you have of going back to work and the perception you have whilst you're on holidays and again it's you choosing this one-sided aspect of it and that's our amygdala it's our it's our part of our limbic center it's the essentially the fight, flight, or freeze center of the brain, the animal part of the brain. It's a survival part of the brain, and it's wired for one-sidedness, so that if the, if the predator's just in front of you, you're going to run the opposite way, okay? It's simple, right? It's, it's very one-sided thinking. I don't want to be eaten by that predator, I want to get away from it. And so it's all bad about being... And of course, it's all bad about being eaten by a predator. And it's all good about getting away from the predator. And that's one-sided thinking, okay? In order to transcend yourself out of that one-sided thinking into that higher level thinking where you can see the world objectively and see it for what it is and see both sides and love both sides... And that's gratitude, right, is when you can see the world for what it is as opposed to what you wish it would be. And so this transcending thought is a matter of just asking better questions. So the quality of your life can be significantly improved by asking better questions. So the question I want you to ask of yourself about going back to work is what is the upside of going back to work? What are the advantages of going back to work? And so there'll be people that you look forward to catching up with. And it's just like when you go back to school. There's aspects of going back to school which are really enjoyable. I want to catch up with my friends and share about what I did during the holidays and hang out with them and play games with them at school. That's the good side, right? You might not like some of the subjects, and hence that's the not-so-good side the world comes with both sides everything has two sides to it we have two sides to our us as individuals we have a a good and a not so good or good bad side positive negative side again we have that nice mean side we have that kind considerate side and then we have that more mean and not so considerate or again it could be that generous side or that stingy side you know we've got both sides and you can think about times in your life where you've been really nice and times in your life when you've been really mean and so if we can embrace the whole of us by seeing that we have both sides and accepting that we have both sides we can love us better for who we are for who we are as opposed to wishing or just wanting one side of you and not and just denying that you have the other side and so essentially only loving half of you and not loving the whole you. So if you want to have a better relationship with yourself then it's again it's owning both sides of you and accepting that you have two sides and be loving that you have two sides. And it's the same with going back to work is that there's two sides to work. There'll be aspects that you really, you know, you you look forward to going back to, and there'll be aspects that are are not so great or not so enjoyable, and there'll be people that you don't don't, don't really want to catch up with or you you those work colleagues that you don't want to hang out with or chat with because they irritate you. But, again, you can ask yourself a better question about the person that's irritating you is, first of all, owning what you're deflecting on them or projecting onto them that you're disowning in yourself and so it's asking the question of when have you owned what you dislike about or when have you done what you dislike about that person in your own life so for example if that person has been inconsiderate and so what you know they might have they might have said something that was you might of thoughts you know that feedback was incredibly mean or nasty or something so you didn't like the words and how they described that person's work performance or how they executed that job so essentially you want to then look in your life when you've said to someone what you didn't like about the job that they did or the task that they did uh and, and you shared that feedback to them when and so that's owning that you also do what they do and you're owning that part of you and hence you're embracing both sides of you and you can love yourself better and you'll have love and appreciation for the other person because you'll understand that they also have two sides to them, okay? And so the, the, if you can ask that question of, you know, when have you done what they did uh, and when have you demonstrated that in your life? And go to that moment when you did it and actually own that moment. You know, when was it? Where was it? What What were you doing? Who were you doing it to? And acknowledge it and then keep finding examples in your life when you've done exactly what they've done uh, to someone else or to you. could have been back to you. Uh, And that's owning the trait that you're disliking or the action or the inaction that that person's expressing that you're disliking about them. You're owning it in yourselves and therefore you can love it in them because you're owning both sides of you. And and then you'll get to a point where you think, well, yeah, I do that behavior just as much as they do. And you're thinking, well, they're just human and they have two sides and I can appreciate me for who I am because I have two sides and I can better appreciate them for who they are because they have two. That you're loving the whole person as opposed to just wishing they'd behave in a way that you expect them to behave. And again, that's your projecting that onto them in terms of what you like about them. And, you know, So you are you're splitting them uh, at the same time, you're splitting yourself uh, because there's part of you that you're disowning. So in order to have better relationships and look forward to seeing this work colleague you can ask the question of yourself about when have I done what I dislike about them in my life and keep writing that down until you completely own what they've done that you dislike about them and you can say I do it just as much as they do it equally just as much and therefore you have a greater love for yourself and a greater appreciation and love for them and that way therefore you'll find the interaction with them is much more pleasurable because you'll have more appreciation and love for yourself and for them and and you can appreciate them and what and who they are and and respect them for who they are the other thing is is then looking at what that how that action has served the person that they're giving the feedback to so How has it served them? How has it benefited them? And again, feedback is breakfast of the champions. So if that person didn't receive the feedback that you thought was a bit mean or cruel, then how can they improve? How can they grow and become better better people? Uh, How do you grow is when you get feedback. How do I grow doing this podcast is when I get feedback from my listeners such as you as to, what you're liking, what you're disliking, what you'd like more of, that's how I grow. I also listen to other podcasts and think, well, that's they do that brilliantly. So let me introduce that into this podcast so you, you get a, a constant and never-ending improving podcast. Okay, so that covers that question around if there's a someone that you're not looking forward to going back and seeing at work, such as your boss. It could be your boss. If you want an improved relationship with your boss, You want to start listing down all the things you dislike about them and then owning it in yourself. Okay. And own each trait, action or inaction that they do that you dislike in them and look at where you do it in your life and own it in yourself. And therefore you can appreciate that you have both sides. They have both sides and you're both completely lovable human beings. So that's how you can improve your relationship with your boss or your work colleague. Again, you can then look at how that action, inaction, or trait has, of be. if you see it as a negative thing, how it's actually served the person they're doing it to. So whether they're doing it to you or someone else, how has it served them? Okay, how does uh, your boss giving that feedback to you actually serve you? How is it of benefit? And you can list all the benefits of how that has served you in your life. And again, I can think of all the times when I've been corrected or disciplined or given feedback, which you know was probably hard to receive because it damaged my pride at the time. However, I've taken it on board and improved. I'm always improving myself based on the feedback I get from others. And so I don't take any feedback as cruel or mean. I don't label it as cruel or mean. I see it as feedback and I think, what aspect of that can I take to better improve myself? Is it something, is the reason why I dislike the feedback is because I'm not owning it in myself. It's something I disown about me that I don't like about me. Therefore, there's, I'm not loving a part of me. So therefore I can then focus on, I need to connect with that and see the benefits of that, of doing that or having that in me and how it's serving Myself in my in, in terms of what I value and, and my and my values I've shared before, which is your health and enhancing your health and improving your health and helping you grow as an individual and having the healthiest life possible. I also value doing that to myself. So what I'm sharing with you are tips that I've learned that have benefited me. So I'm passing on the knowledge. I I value my family. That's really important to me. So there I'm looking at what that feedback and how it served me in those highest values of mine, how it served me in aspects, all aspects of life. And I'm listing down all the benefits of what they did to me and how it served me in those areas. And if you look, you will find the answers. The answers there, you just need to look for it. So ask better questions. So if you want better relationships at work and look forward, you may not look forward to, but you can then have a, a interaction without having any resentment or dislike or despise towards this individual by owning that trait in you, loving it in you, and seeing that you have both sides, they have both sides, and the only way we can love one another is if we embrace both sides of us and them. So, and then, and then asking how that serves you and how, how is that of benefit? So, when you've done it to someone else, how has it benefited when you've given that feedback that may be classified as mean or cruel or nasty? How has that served them? You were being very black and white and very blatant, and they've got a direct message. There's no beating around the bush. So, they've got the message. You've shared the feedback. They've got it, right? Their pride may have been, or their ego, uh, that, you know, may have been somewhat dented, and hence why they haven't taken it or been very receptive of it. However, the message has been very clearly put to them as feedback as to whatever it was that you that you wanted them to know about, and they may have had that blind aspect or having turning a blind eye to it. And you made it clear that that was a mistake in the project. And and this is how we could have done it better. So they've got some constructive feedback. But some people may perceive that as mean because they they have this fantasy that they should be perfect and they should make no mistakes. And there actually is no mistakes. It's all just learning. So in terms of going back to work and knocking down those blues, ask better questions. Ask yourself, how is going back to work serving me? And what are you looking forward to about going back to work? If you ask that, you want to balance it as, and then you want to feel, okay, I'm, you know, it, it, it's, it is what it is. And I'm going back to work, but you're not labeling as, Oh, it's so bad going back to work. I don't want to go back to work. It's such a terrible thing. <laughs> holidays are so good. And again, you can neutralize the euphoria over holidays by balancing it with what are the drawbacks or disservices of being on holidays in terms of what you value? So when I'm on holidays, I'm not serving you, okay, and that's of high value to me. Yes, I'm serving, you know, I'm with my family, so that's also of of high value. But the, I guess the disadvantage or the downside of me being on holidays is that I'm not sharing information. I'm not giving you tips, and I love doing that, right? And so that that's a drawback, but it's counterbalanced with, being with my family and spending time with them. But I'm um, it's very neutral in terms of yes, holidays, like I embrace them, I enjoy them, but I'm certainly looking forward to getting back and empowering you with this, you know, with these tips. And so I, I I certainly don't get that aspect of I've got to go back to work. And so ask yourself better questions about how going back to work is going to serve you and what's important to you? How, how does it serve you and and what's important to you in your life? And keep asking that until you feel that there's just that satisfaction of, yes, holidays have been great, looking forward to going, you know, the it's just going to be just as good being back at work. That's You want to have that neutral aspect as opposed to that one-sidedness you want to transcend that one-sided thinking into that higher level thinking and have a more objective view so that you see both sides, the good side of going back to work, and the not so good, but it's, it, it, it is balanced. It's completely balanced, just like everything in, in, in our world is, is balanced. It, it's always our, our world's in a state of dynamic change to balance, and at, at any one moment, everything's perfectly balanced and it's constantly there's change coming in and we're constantly adapting to that change and restoring the balance that's what our bodies are always doing is bringing us back to balance so essentially if you improve your thinking and have a more balanced perspective of life it balances your hormones it balances your health and well-being and you can essentially improve your health and well-being by balancing your perceptions because it takes us out of that animal thinking which is fight fight or freeze and that fight or flight or freeze is very much a one-sided lopsided sympathetic dominance so it's that i got to get away from the threat running 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 or i'm going to freeze and hide and hopefully the threat goes away or I'm gonna fight that threat. Again, it's very much getting us in a state of sympathetic, which is those where our cortisol, our stress hormone, our epinephrine, our epinephrine, uh, our adrenal response is very much getting us into, you know, that running away. And it turns off digestion, it turns down-regulates our immune function, down-regulates our sexual reproductive function, And so if we can have more balanced thinking, we're in a more balanced state to be able to swing to if we need some immune support, our body can turn it on as opposed to just constantly running away from things in life that we're trying to avoid. And our immune system is being suppressed because all the blood is all the blood and oxygen uh, and the glucose is going to the muscles to help us get away from the threat. So, In I guess summing up this talk about the you know overcoming the going back to work blues is ask yourself the question about how going back to work is going to serve you in your areas of highest values. So going back to work can help with reconnection. So if you you, you'll have friends at work, there's obviously people that you love hanging out with and chatting with, and so that going back to work you've got something to look forward to yes I'm looking forward to catching up with them to see what they did in the holidays I'm looking forward to jumping on the next project with them and and getting a you know working together as a team and achieving success as a team I'm looking forward to getting my next uh, you know working well towards achieving a bonus so that then I can then spend the bonus with my family and go on another holiday again it's it's Start looking for the things that, that are really going to inspire you about going back to work. What inspires you? And the things that you dislike also ask, how are they serving you? Okay, so how, how is the things that you dislike serving you? So if you don't like seeing that person because they've particularly done something um, to you, how, how is that person serving you in your highest values they're giving you feedback. They're helping you love a part of you that you are disowning. Uh, yeah, so start thinking, asking yourself these better questions, and you'll have a better or more balanced perspective and, and be able to embrace both sides of life, holidays and work, um, and love them both, and and be grateful for both of them in your life as opposed to loving one and hating the other. So that's very much it for this episode of Me and My Health Up. If you would love some help in terms of overcoming the going back to work blues or how to love yourself and love yourself for all of who you are as opposed to only loving one side or to help improve a relationship that you are unhappy that it's gone downhill or you, you just don't want to, you know, you have to work with that work colleague and it, it, you're not enjoying your work because of them, I can help with you loving that work colleague. So it, it, it actually is you have gratitude for them being in the, in, in the in, in the workplace, and that you actually you'll actually have an improved relationship and be able to better work with them, and you won't be having that you know resentment of going back to work because you might run into this particular work colleague. So I can help you in certainly these areas and to go through this questioning, hold you accountable, and. And support you on your journey to see life for as it is, and love it for as it is, and have gratitude for everything in your life, and to love you, the whole you, and to love others, every individual on this on this planet. Essentially, how to have love for one another. I can help you with that. Uh, please just reach out. And I'll be more than happy to take you through at the consultation to really support you to achieve that love for everything as opposed to just loving one side and despising the other side of life. So hope this was a benefit to you. Please uh, share it with others that could also benefit from overcoming the going back to work blues. And stay tuned for more insightful episodes of Me and My Health Up. Podcast disclaimer. This podcast and any information, advice, opinions, or statements within it do not constitute medical, healthcare, or professional advice and are provided for general information purposes only. All care is taken in the preparation of the information in this podcast. Connected Wellness provides limited Operating under the brand Me and My Health Up does not make any representations or give any warranties about its accuracy, reliability, completeness, or suitability for any particular purpose. This podcast and any information, advice, opinions, or statements within it are not to be used as a substitute for professional, medical, psychological, psychiatric, or any other mental health care or health care in general. Me and My Health Up recommends you seek the advice of a doctor or qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Inform your doctor of any changes that you make to your lifestyle and discuss these with your doctor. Do not disregard medical advice or delay visiting a medical professional because of something you hear in this podcast. This podcast has been carefully prepared on the basis of current information. Changes in circumstances after publication may affect the accuracy of this information. To the maximum extent permitted by the law, Me and My Health Up disclaims any such representations or warranties to the completeness, accuracy, merchant ability or fitness for purpose of this podcast and will not be liable for any expenses, losses, damages, incurred indirect or consequential damages or costs that may be incurred as a result of the information being inaccurate or incomplete in any way and for any reason. No part of this podcast can be reproduced, redistributed, published, copied or duplicated in a form without prior permission of me health Up.